0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to At Large Bid, the 48-Minutes College Basketball Show. I'm Tim Daniel. I am joined this week by Taylor Burkfeld, and we go ahead and give you a Big East preview. We're going to break down each Big East team, who they added, who left, we'll give some predictions, talk about who we think will win all the awards for, for the conference, and we'll give some bold, bold predictions at the end of the episode. So, hey, if you do like this episode and you're listening for the first time, be sure to give us a subscription on the top right corner of This Is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just click that follow button, Google Play, whatever you list use. Make sure you give us a follow. And if you're so kind, you really like what you hear, please give us a review. Let people know that you like what we're doing. It means the world to us and helps us go so far. All right, without further ado, here's this week's at-large bid, our Big East preview. So, leave it to us to be the people that will be like, let's do a college basketball conference preview the day before college football starts. Right. Everybody's jumping at
1: the gun to get college basketball news. Nobody cares about football, right? Damn yeah.
0: It. No one. No one at all. Just just us. Right. Yeah. Everyone's like, man, you know, there's so many great games this week. And I'm like, did we have tip-off?
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, I love football. I'm not going to deny it, but basketball right. still.
0: Yeah. College football is great. It's a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to find a way to get down to the Notre Dame-Louisville game Monday night. Right. Just I, buy the tickets. Just go. I can't miss them being that close to me. You know what I mean? Like, they never will play that – They this is the first time they've played that Like, Because I don't think they've ever played a Commonwealth. Yep. They haven't played at Nippert. Nope. So, like – Brian Kelly would not, why not make
1: it out of Nippert if he showed back
0: up. Apparently, he's going to be back there this year when they honor the uh that UC team. Ooh,
1: boy.
0: Yeah, they're like – uh, Yeah.
1: I don't know. People might
0: – Well, so – in 2021, UC is going to Notre Dame for a football game. Yeah, um, and so I think that was part of the deal was yeah. like, we'll do this if you go to this. All right, that's fair. Yeah, which is fine. It's cool. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and talk about Notre Dame and UC's former basketball conference, which doesn't have a football teams anymore, the Big East. Big East. So as we know, this conference is near and dear to my heart, um, not only as a media member, um, but as a fan. Um, so. So we kind of put some notes together, to kind of talk about each team. We're going to talk about who's coming in, who's leaving. You know, what's the big storyline around that team? Um, and when I realized when I was putting all the research together, obviously I knew this, but it kind of just ringed with me how good all the guards are in this conference. Yeah,
1: I mean the Big East. It it's not as I mean, dare I? It's not as good as it obviously was. Sure, early, like late 2000s or or sorry, early 2010, 2008, 2009. Those areas. Um, but for people act like this is just, like, a step down is kind of a joke because the Big East, I mean, Villanova's won national titles. Mm-hmm. saber has been really good. Georgetown's been good. Creighton's been good. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? There's yeah. historic programs, yet still a mix of programs finding their identity. A lot of stuff going on. So, you know, this conference, they produce really good players. Um, so, it, it, put it this way, like, if your team's matching up against a Big East team in the tournament, you're always knowing you're going to get a hard-fought game because the league is so competitive that the teams are all, like, similar. So.
0: I think, too, people recognize just the Big East in general as far as, like, the talent. Like, uh, the Pan Am games this year, the USA team was basically a Big East All-Star team. It was, yeah. I mean, Miles Powell, I think Sadiq Bay might have played. Yeah, right. Um, and, you know, it was just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, no Xavier guys. <laughs> yeah. Because I think they were getting ready for Spain. Which right. Creighton traveled, too. So, I mean, not, Seton Hall traveled, too. So, how did, how the Miles Powell? These schools are really just dropping the bag
1: across the continent. I know, yeah. yeah.
0: So we're going to talk about each team, and at the end of it, we'll kind of talk about who like are kind of who we think will win conference player of the year, uh, coach of the year, and we'll have some bold predictions on the conference. So Taylor, I think the easiest place to go here, obviously, is Villanova. They are the class of the, Fran- of, the of the of this conference. Yep, have been for a long time, um, and we're really kind of starting to see the new Jay Wright era. So Eric Pascal and Phil Booth are kind of the last of that group that won two national titles. Um but and th- th- those are more um
1: like, like you said a new chapter for jay right so getting rid of the three-star talent that he develops into a five-star yeah. best wing in the country player you know or like like phil booth like you know phil booth freshman year in 2016 he put up like 24 points against carolina yeah. in the championship game like that's and you know people gave him like shit for his sophomore and junior year struggles even a senior year, he wasn't as like it's just one of those, he had a good game, won a couple games, or, you know, yeah. had a really good game in a big-time game like the National Championship, and then you expect him to have 25 a night from there on forward. So, um, but, yeah, he gets out of there with Chris Jenkins, Phil Booth, um, Pesco, like, these are guys that, like... Josh Hart. Yeah. All right. these guys got drafted. Gillespie's still there. Like, he's Gillespie still fits that mold as a team. That's why he's yeah. mixing it with guys like Brian Antoine and Jeremiah Robinson-Earl, and then Sadiq Bey will be back for his sophomore year. But these kids that he has coming in, like, he... You know, everybody's like Jay Wright's gonna leave for a blue blood, like a Kentucky or a Duke or a Carolina, when all those coaches retire. And I'm like, well, Jay Wright made Villanova. Villanova. So I like, think they're a blue
0: blood. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you don't like... win
1: two titles. Like, you don't win three. Ti- like, Jay Wright. You know, Villanova they have one in the 80s, two, one in 2016, and right. 2018. R.I.P. Carolina in 2018. Um, right, you don't win those, and people are still like, oh, I don't know, because UCLA is has 116, hasn't won one since what the 90s yeah we
0: still so. consider them like a blue blood program right. quote, quote
1: five so i would kick ucla out and add bill Nova.
0: i would too um so yeah we talked about i, I don't know i can't say that it's yeah hard, probably dude. not yeah. but please don't any ucla fans give us another try just
1: refresh and we're gonna keep talking <laughs> so
0: so you kind of hit the nail on the head of the guys i wanted to talk about specifically so pascal and booth they're gone um pascal and omari spellman are going to be teammates in the nba as they're both now golden state warriors wow yeah huh. so that's pretty cool um Colin Gillespie comes back last year, about 11 points a game, 38% from three. Uh, Sadiq Bey was about 8.2 points per game as a freshman. I really, really like Sadiq Bey. I know. He's one of those that, like, I would tell people, I'm like, he's going to be good. And they're like, ah, and then he'd
1: go out there and shoot six points on three or 12 shooting. I'm like, yeah. but he's going to be good. i Yeah, you. give it time. I'm telling you. He's an athlete. Like, he was, yeah, I think He's he was... always in the right spot. He didn't always do the correct play, but when you're always in those spots, you're like, all right, it's bound to, you're bound to, something about the click, and then you're going to be good from there on out. So,
0: yeah, he was on Xavier's list for a while, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Huh. Um, so, and then you mentioned um, Jeremiah Robson Earl from IMG. Everybody thought
1: he was going to Kansas. Yeah. He's from Kansas City. Um, and it was down to Carolina, Kansas, Villanova, and pff, doesn't matter. It was just so street, really. And took his official visits, and everybody was like, oh, My the guy at Carolina, like I'm close with, he told me he wasn't coming to Carolina, so I'm like, oh, he's Kansas bound. Took a visit to Villanova, committed while he was there. Just one of those kids that they pitched him the model of being a stretch four, like giving them the offensive freedom, like a Pascal had. Yeah, exactly. Realistically, Pascal could do whatever he wanted, Mm -hmm. and that's because he was really good. But um, yeah, Jeremiah's gonna be able to come in, stretch the floor, shoot threes, take people off the dribble, like pick and rolls, pick and pops. He uh, pops back out to the three point line, and then when you have a guy like Brian Antoine, who's just an athletic freak, like he. His pick and rolls he's either gonna be posterizing people or he's gonna be dishing to Jeremiah. Like those are a great one two punch for a yeah. veteran team that they already have in. So
0: I think Brian Antoine truthfully is the best pro prospect in this conference.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. He's I mean, I thought he was Duke bound forever, because that was the rumor, and then Jay Wright slowly but surely, like I felt like it was one of those situations where Duke knew they were in a good spot with him. Mm-hmm. So they don't really like go after him as hard as they should, if that makes sense. Like they, yeah. they just periodically check in where Villanova or any other schools who are really trying to go after this kid, if they know they're trailing, like once they get those official visits and everything changes, he went to Villanova, and like, I mean they're they're legit, and I know people are gonna roll their eyes because they were supposed to be really good last year and they struggled, but like, I, they're like they're gonna realize this is a different Villanova team.
0: They're the San they're the San Francisco Giants of the yeah. uh, early 2010s. Right. Every other year.
1: Yeah, it's like a, even year. And they're gonna. I'm telling you, this <laughs> yeah, is the year. So. Exactly. Right. For them, it's uh
0: yeah yeah. So. But um, so I'm i you know I think obviously they're gonna be awesome. Um, there's no doubt about it. You know, it's the the foundation is not crumbling anytime soon. Um, even if Jay Wright left, I think that they still have enough. Where they've built that consistency, the talents there, um, the pipeline's huge. I think 2020 they're already loading up a pretty decent class. So you know, obviously when you talk about a Villanova team, it's really what's what could stop this team from keep it golden? You know, obviously everyone's going to say Carson Edwards from last year. Um, but was it Carson Edwards that they lost to Purdue? The they lost round. to – I think it was Purdue. Yeah, they
1: got boat raced. Yeah. I mean, bad. It was yeah. Like, I remember I bet on them. I think Grady so, Eifert had sorry, 12 mom, points in that game. Mom, if you're listening, I'm, I do not bet anymore. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I remember betting on Villanova, and yikes, it got ugly. Yeah. I was just like, "Holy shit!" It's never <laughs> Carson Edwards in another one. And I'm like, "Yeah, this is not good."
0: The other kid so, I want to talk about that's coming to Nova is Justin Matha. Yeah, so another shooting guard. Yep. I Justin mean, not- Moore. Justin Moore from the from Matha. DeMatha, yes, like, oh. he's the do- he was the top player in the state of Maryland. Yep. Uh, top get. rated player. Big get for them. Too. Yeah, yeah. So another guy that they can come and just like, but, "Hey, you want to come drop 14 points?" Right. That's Thanks. a guy, like you said, so much as
1: Jay Wright's changing the culture of Villanova by getting more one and done players, but he gets a Justin Moore who fits right into the like phil booth colin gillespie yeah. like those molds were like he's going to struggle but Jay jry's going to put the trust in them and they're going to be really good so.
0: yeah not to mention he was a top 60 player in the country oh, right like <laughs> so it's like his improvements struggle yeah
1: are still way better than a lot of schools get so yeah i'm with you
0: all right so let's go ahead and talk about my beloveds yeah. xavier musketeers obviously last year is a transition year with losing chris mack jp mccura trayvon blue both go both go to the nba Sean O'Mara goes to play. He's playing in, I think, Japan next year. Good for him. Yeah, I love Sean. Yeah. So Sean gave Xavier fans probably their biggest moment in a decade when he scored the game-winning basket against Arizona yeah, this that was 16. Awesome. that was awesome. Like, because it was like, the, the, the call is so funny because it's, who's going to be the one that takes the big shot? Because Blue it was on fire. Oh, yeah. And it was O'Mara that made the shot. And so that's actually where I want to start this conversation is – With two guys that were on that team, and Quinn Gooden and Tyreek Jones. Love
1: Quinn Gooden. Great player. Shout out Taylor County.
0: I think he's going to be, you know, last year had a little bit of a rough year, but I think he's going to really bounce back this year. Um, Tyreek Jones was second in the country, I think, in offensive rebounds per game. So, you know, NBA teams like guys that can do that. Yeah. But these two guys, obviously with Najee Marshall and Paul Scruggs, that's kind of the core four of Xavier. Um, But those two guys in particular... They have been Big East champions. They have gone to Elite Eights. They have been one seeds, but the caveat to that is, they did that with McCure and it. Yeah, and there was guys like Rasheed Gas and Malcolm Bernard. Yeah, you know, Sean but O'Meara. Can they
1: be the alphas or the the, the lead go to guards on those kind of teams? Like yeah, and you're
0: looking for they were in practice. And when how I was do they there.
1: how do they bounce back from? Uh, yeah, a, a, a transition a year. year a transition, yeah. yeah, right. It's a down year for Xavier fans, it's like a down year for any college basketball team you don't make the tournament. If you're getting good recruits and stuff, but. Right. How do you bounce back? Because are you thinking, okay, man, maybe two years ago was a fluke and last year's maybe where we're at? Or are you thinking, okay, last year was just a rough time. Like we're getting through that. That helped made us better for, like, we've been in this situations. Because it wasn't like Xavier was just getting whipped every game. They weren't, like, that mid stretch in January. Like They were losing played, by four or December six or... and January. They just couldn't, like, yeah, there'd they... be one or two plays that would just cost them. And they were in every game. So it's not yeah. like, and that's what you need because. Eventually, luck's going to turn. All those things are going to go your way. Not every time, but and more you kind often of saw that
0: not. at the end of the year because right. once they beat Creighton at centos you know they went on that run. They beat Nova at home, which was unbelievable. Um, obviously, you know they lost at Hinkle yep. to Butler. That, that was a game they shouldn't have lost. They had a lot of those shouldn't have lost games, but, um, but those four, I really am confident. You know, I was around them for practice for a couple practices before they went to Spain, and it seemed like the attitude was just. Flipped. They were just really into it. The coaches were into it. Jonas Hayes was like so yeah. loud at practice as a coach. Dante Jackson, you know, former Xavier basketball player, now on the staff, was really loud and he's helped the guards a lot. Um, so those four, you know, you're talking about a ton of sport of scoring coming back. You know, they do lose Zach Hankins. They lo- do lose Ryan Wellage. You know, Elias Harden transferred. Keontae Kennedy transferred. Um, Kyle Castlin graduated. They were, you know, those three were grad transfers. But really, the only guy that really is a tough loss from that case is Hankins, but right. in that same case, being around them, seeing what they're doing, they're faster, you yeah. know, because they don't have to play two big men all the time. Um, that's not their best way of winning. They don't have to play, you know, through the paint to get better. Um, they probably still will do a lot of that, but incoming with this team, you get Jason Carter from Ohio University, a two-year grad transfer. So you, as a North Carolina fan, knows how much that can pay off your program. Yeah,
1: you know, Johnson single-handedly saved a couple of years of Carolina basketball. Like he's yeah, unreal. Yeah, won a title. Yeah, no, he didn't.
0: No, he did. No, year after oh that. no, you're right. Yeah, because he was the year after. Yeah. Um, Bryce Morse coming in from Western Michigan. Yep. That was a guy a lot of people really wanted as a grad transfer.
1: Yeah, I mean, because of the Cam Johnsons and Reed Travis and all these, like, there are a lot of kids that you know. Once the grad transfers go up, it's like, do you take a risk on a 18 year old kid that's going to have, or do you have somebody that's proven that you have tape that you can see that he's good? So now, granted, Reed Travis and. Cam Johnson came from Stanford and Pitt, so two schools that played yeah. against bigger competitions. But still, like, I mean, those are kids that a lot of schools go after because they're proven and they know they know how to play. So,
0: Yeah, Jason Carter, when he was at Ohio, at OU, he was, like, the focus for every team. He was the yeah. guy on the sheet. So Now he's just not necessarily another guy, but he is adding to this already core group of talent. That, he's yeah. going to be the starting power forward for this team to be with those four guys that we've mentioned already and kind of add to that group. Rice Moore is going to be the sixth man on this team, is why that the way things look, and then we didn't get into this freshman group they have coming in, who really, I think the way I described it to you in text was like this was the team that this was the recruiting class that brings it back. Yep. Um. Obviously, Kiki Tandy is the one everyone's the most excited about, yep. and rightfully so. Ninetieth overall rated player in the country. Yep. Number two player in the state of Kentucky behind David Johnson, who's going to Louisville. Yep. Um. Unbelievably athletic. A true competitor will yeah. fight you to the end of the game. Yeah, will not let you beat him. Um, obviously, I watched him play against Samari Curtis, who's now at Nebraska a couple yeah. times, and he uh, gave him the business, even though Samari Curtis's team may have gotten the win. Yeah. Um, Damir Bishop is another guard who is going to really threat for some playing time. He is athletic as can be. Man, he is. Just, he can jump out of the gym. He can shoot. He's from Philadelphia. He's from Villanova's backyard.
1: Yeah. And he walked right to Xavier. Probably. Yeah. So he'll have a chip on his shoulder against those games. And yeah, that's awesome.
0: They had Zach Fremantle. You know, they had Daniel Ramsey. Those are two guys that, you know, they're still trying to Fremantle's definitely gonna be a part of the team. Yep. Ramsey's been hurt in practices, so we haven't really gotten to see much of him. But the kid that everyone's really talking about is Deontay Miles. Shout out to Burnout. I'll say from your neck of the woods. Yeah. Um, he's a kid that a lot of people are like, Oh, he's gonna come in, he's gonna get stronger, he's gonna redshirt. Yep. And he's really threatening to play. I know. He, he himself thought he was going to redshirt. Yeah. From what you know, a lot of reports were. Um, D. Davis was talking about him to Brian Snow. Yeah. At one practice, and uh, they said like he was beating people down the court, and D. Davis was like, if he's beating people down the court, he's going to play in the NBA. Yeah. And, you know, he's got a lot of raw skills. He's super athletic, and plus, he's a good dude. Yeah. So. They're all good dudes, but yeah. um, he follows me on Twitter. He retweets my stuff when I there talk about go. Xavier, so shout-out. Yeah. So Good re- people from
1: Walton Brown High School. Yeah. Shout-out to w.
0: So, I will say this, going back to the core group overall, because I know we're going to have to talk about every other team, but this is the team I know the most. I do think Najee Marshall is going to threaten for Big East Player of the Year because a lot of people seem to think it's Marcus Howard or Miles Powell. I really think – or Tyshawn Alexander from Creighton. Yeah. I really think that he's going to be in that group.
1: I mean, Najee was – those games that, like I said, they were close last year, all basically because of him. He was yeah. going off. And especially at the end of the year, like the Big East tournament, he's willing them to victories when it's like, all right, like it's his team. So he'll be back next year, like this year, with confidence and with better pieces around him. Like it just makes a score 10 times better because it gives him more freedom to do with the ball. So
0: when I, the, re- the moment I saw him click, I'll never forget, was they were playing Georgetown at home and they were down 17. At one point in the game. Like, the crowd's booing, then, literally.
1: <laughs> birds drought.
0: And they're making this little bit of a comeback at the end of half. At the end of half, he literally has a fast break by himself layup at the buzzer of half. And they came out and won. Yeah. And they literally only turned the ball over four times in that game. And that's when I was like, okay, Najee's going to another level. Yeah. And then the winning streak happened. And that's when it was like, he was just... Yeah. Yeah, so... I really, really like this team. I think that they have all the abilities to be a second, second weekend team in the tournament. Um, But you know, can they expand that? Can Tyreek Jones and Quentin Gooden be the first guys to lead this program to a Final Four? Would be amazing. I'm not there yet. No, Um, but we're gonna see a lot how good they are. In Charleston, year for
1: Steele. Yes. Like, not, I, mean, I know it's year two, but it's like, all right, he's getting good pieces. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it's time to see, like, what your program's about, how you're going to build the foundation. Yeah. And it's pretty easy because you're following what somebody before you laid, and it's like, someone, think, before him, yeah. and someone before him, and someone before him. Right. Already. And it's not like it's a bum that you could, they're taking over. After. Right. Like, he didn't get fired. Like, so it, those are pieces that work, or
0: the foundation is, it works. So. Yeah, agreed. So we'll kind of talk about that, I'm sure, throughout this. And then there's Seton Hall, who literally is everyone coming back except for Michael Nadia. Um, including Kevin Willard, who interviewed for a bunch of college coaching jobs, Yep, decided to stay at Seton Hall, uh, Miles Powell, he's the preseason favorite for conference player of the year. He really kind of came on pretty fast to kind of show the country how good he is. And, dude, he's everything you read about him. He can score. He can do everything on the court, really, as far as, like, I don't really know much about his defensibility being there, but on the offense side of the ball, he is in every play. He's in every situation. Um, they're also getting back Quincy McKnight, who, and Miles Kale, who are also two really big players for this team. But a lot of people seem to think this is the second best best team in the Big East. I'm not there per se. Who's Seton Hall, right? Yeah. Yeah, But I would not be shocked. I think that, you know, that Seton Hall, Nova, Xavier, Marquette, Creighton, those five right there is kind of like a picker and chooser for me with Nova being the best. I love Miles Powell. I love Miles Powell. Like, Same. I, dude clear out the lane, let him go one on
1: one against anybody and like I'm taking him. That
0: Kentucky like, game of the garden
1: son. He's like yeah. he's on another level. Like I, he's my pick, like spoiler, he's my pick to win player of the year. Even Calipari uh, was like all uh, right. Yeah, I mean he's just a dog. Like he does everything. He can get in the lane, he's physical, like it doesn't matter if you're bumping him and like he's getting his shot up, he's getting yeah. in the lane, he can shoot from outside. He was hot in the, like you said, the UK game, he's coming off screens burying I'm falling into the crowd. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, dude. Like, but guard, yeah. yeah. They just like, God, dude, I love the Biggies because it's always those teams. You're like, man, like it's always those teams you're telling people about. Like, if they if they get hot, I'm telling you, and people are like, no way, dude. And it's like, Seton Hall is one of those teams. Like, they are. It's like, I know, I know the history. They haven't won anything in a while. Like, it's just the Miles Powell and these guards and these big guys. If they all come together at the right time, they're really good. So, I think, I think next year, like you said, Willard interviewing for those jobs. I think. For him to stay in Seton Hall, he must see something big on this. I mean, this is going to be his best team, I think. Oh, dude, not even yeah, close. I mean, it's, they're, they're yeah. it's not just Miles carrying them into the tournament. Like, they're going to be established going in. So,
0: Yeah. Um You know, a lot of people think, remember, too, had they won against Wofford in the first round, they would have played Kentucky. And really—
1: I wish we would have got that game now. Now that Wofford gave us what they did. Yeah. Fuck you Fletcher McGee Are you kidding me <laughs> Over 30 Not 30. really F you Fletcher yeah. But If you want to come on the podcast We can discuss Your yes. O of 400 Shooting against Kentucky
0: Yeah because <laughs> And he was so good In the first round Like Unreal Yeah I know It was so painful Because I I was So I thought Wofford was going to give Kentucky so many fits And really they did Without him playing well uh,
1: And then Tyler Hero Just took over Yeah
0: So I agree I think Good for you Tyler Hero. I think their Seton Hall rematch Would have been awesome Yeah because if you remember, Kentucky had hit like a, a – Dalton
1: Johnson hit a half-quarter to go to overtime. Yeah. And then UK fans were mad because Miles Powell hit one falling out of bounds. Yeah. I'm like, well, motherfuckers, he just missed a, a <laughs> half-quarter <laughs> shot like, to get to that overtime. Once again, sorry, Mom, if you're listening. But uh, that's uh, – I don't know. Seaton Hall will be very good next year. That's what we're getting at.
0: Yeah, so coming in, um, Tyrese Samuel, three-star power four from Canada. They really expect to play a little bit. Uh, Deshaun Davis from our Savior Lutheran shooting guard. I don't really expect him to play much. And then they do have tra- the transfer of Bolson uh, from Kinesis. Kinesis. How do you say that? Kinesis. Kinesis, which he has to sit out this year. Okay. Um, but overall, I love the Seton Hall team. Yeah. I think the, the three Pirates. teams.
1: <laughs> what a nickname? That's awesome.
0: The three teams we've talked about so far, I'm like stoked for. Yeah. I cannot wait. And then we get to Marquette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we're talking about Marquette. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started. Yeah. I think in my notes I actually put how does Wojo cost them games this year. I
1: hate him. And not that I mean it's Carolina bias and whatnot, but that little peckerhead. He just, he's the worst.
0: Yeah, he's not a lot of people's favorite. He's lost their two best players. They're two best players.
1: Like Marcus well, Howard's their best scorer. Yeah. The Hauser Brothers. Foundation. Yeah, so... It's so bad they're sitting out of your... Not to play for Wojo. I <laughs> know.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm good. Do you him. notice the timing on it was even weirder because it wasn't like they were like... Oh, no. They Once certain news came back, they Yeah, once like, they saw on. that Howard was coming back, it was yeah. all of a sudden, like, a couple days later. Yeah. So, this team last year had a big run. They were really hot for a while and then just fell. Yeah. Declined. Yeah. They ended up playing Murray State in the ter- first round of the tournament. They got Moranted. Oh, yeah. That but, was... Uh... That was bad. Crazy.
1: Not even close, dude. The 12-5 I was like, game that everybody was picking was right because it wasn't even close. Because
0: I remember when we did our live show, the two one-on-one player matches we talked about the most was I cannot wait for Fletcher McGee versus Miles Powell, yeah. and I cannot wait for Marcus Howard versus John Morant. Yep. And wow. John Morant owned it, and Fletcher McGee did in the first round. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, never mind, guys. Just kidding. Yeah. Um. So Marcus Howard comes back, twenty-five a game, forty-three percent three-point shooter. Um, Kobe McEwen's going to be able to play this year, transfer from Utah state, 36% from three in his college career. Um, you know, and then Samara Neem, he's been a three year starter this, this senior year. And it's really, like I said, like Marquette's got talent. They've got skill, even with the Howser brothers leaving and the Howser brothers aren't even going to be together. I know. They're going to separate schools. Virginia,
1: Michigan state. Yeah. That's super weird. I know. I, I can't see, is it, which one's the bald one? Is that Joey? Yeah, I think so. Joey's going to Virginia? Yeah. That's a good fit, dude. He's gonna kill it. The there. other one going to Michigan State. I don't. I don't see it. If he was
0: able to play this year, for yeah, sure. Right. But oh, yeah, oh, they're gonna be filthy. <laughs>
1: That's a whole other discussion. But ooh. um, I mean, Marcus Howard is gonna do. it. He's gonna do. My prediction for Marquette is they'll do just enough, get in the tournament again, Same. And be a seven or eight seed, and lose first round. Yeah. And would anybody be surprised? Marcus Howard will have a game where they beat Butler by eight at home and he scores fifty-four. And they're like, Holy shit, this guy's the best player in the country. And then
0: I kind of think Kiki Tandy's gonna have one of those games yeah. where he just like scores like thirty eight in like the crosstowners. Yeah. Like not maybe not the crosstown, maybe not thirty eight. <laughs> Tim, Tim dropping <laughs> big, big a prediction. I will here. say eighteen, he'll have one game and people will be like, Oh man, that yeah. kid. And like
1: And then it will be like four points. And it's like all right, he's learning. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's – but, uh, yeah, I agree. I think Marquette's going to make the tournament. I think they're going to have some big wins. They'll split with Xavier. It always happens. I yeah. know they swept Xavier last year, but one of the, Usually it always happens. Yeah, usually it always happens. Um, Dude, did I tell you that whole – I'll tell – before we talk about that, I'll tell you that story. So, I covered that game, obviously, this year. Xavier had an 11-point lead. They lost. You know, they came back. <laughs> Scruggs was hitting shots out of his mind for a bit there. And then Marcus Howard and the Howser brothers were just – at one point, Sam Hauser has this shot that bounces off the top of the, like, not like twirls out of bounds, off the top of the board and drops in. It's like, yeah. this is their day. Yeah. You know? Um, So we go to the press conference, and Wojo, I think it's actually Sakara Nimi might be talking about, and he, like, has this, like, fake fucking cry. Like, when I make fun of, like, um, Bruce, Pearl. Bruce Pearl for his Chumo Kiki cry, yeah. this was worse. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, it got really dusty in here, like, trying to make people laugh. And we're all like,
1: yeah, fucking loser. Yeah. Sorry.
0: But, of course, he, like everyone else, that's not Jay Wright, talked about how hard it is to win at Cintas and how he was shocked. And it's true, man. It's like people go there to die in the big east. Yeah, right.
1: It it makes no sense.
0: Yeah. So, but incoming, um, they've got Torrance. It's a Samir Torrance, four-star guard from Vermont, 75th overall player in the country, top player in Vermont. Um, and then Dexter Acano, another combo guard from New Jersey where there are only two recruits. Yeah. I don't think they had any transfers in.
1: Well, it's hard when you expect you're starting three yeah. or four to be there. Hey, uh, come here. Yeah.
0: You're going to play behind Marcus Howard for a year. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I'll go play elsewhere.
0: Right. Yeah, now. exactly. Georgetown. Mac McClung. This is a team I am stoked about. I don't know if they'll be good. I don't know if they'll be good. What, what was the, <laughs> the
1: big-ass meme of... Uh, Ewing when he was like would you shoot that shot or what was it like <laughs> it was like, do you always shoot that shot like no don't shoot it today like that's just awesome like that's just an old man who hates the world and he's like yes. I don't know why I'm coaching like at
0: that moment he's probably like
1: yeah I shouldn't have done this I should be at home smoking a cigar
0: I remember I had a game that I covered for a school last year and there was a scout there for an NBA team and we were kind of talking a little bit and I asked about Jesse Govan okay. and I was like why is no one talking about him he's a 7 foot center that can score he can shoot threes. he can play inside inside and, like, apparently, like well, like, well, his defense is terrible. And I was like, yeah, I understand that. And they were like, and Patrick Ewing told teams not to draft him. Eek. What? He was their best player.
1: Let's keep him, baby. This man knows <laughs> the game. Was, he was
0: graduating. Oh, well. Oops. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: And I don't know if he ended up signing with an NBA team. I know he played a little summer ball. Yeesh. Yeah. I like Ovan a lot, though. I'm not going to lie. So my question for them was, how do they replace him?
1: Omar, you're at seven. <laughs> from NC State, I, I'm high on him. I, yeah, I am too. Like him and Dennis Smith Jr. did a lot of pick and pops. He would score. He was a big recruit. And he's to played this year, yeah, right? He said that last year. Yeah. He, they fired Gottfried and they hired um, uh, Kevin Keats and he <laughs> left because he he's like, Kevin. no, Kevin Keats is a winner. Damn it! Uh, that's every NC State fan. And, um, you know
0: Godfrey's, uh checks were bouncing. Whew. Yeah,
1: it couldn't happen to a better group. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Omar, your 70s, He's good. Mac McClung. I mean, they're. Josh LeBlanc. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be good.
0: My honest opinion for them to kind of get to where they could be, which I think they could be a tournament team, James Akinjo has to be their best player. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year he was Big East all-freshman, um, 13 a game. You know, he's a good scorer. He's got to get a lot better as a three-point shooter. Don't get me wrong. because just got to be able
1: to stretch the floor. You can't just yeah, be.
0: I think every Big East yeah. point guard is going to shoot threes this year just about. Right. You know, if Gooden like, gets consistent, Gillespie's going to shoot threes, you know, obviously. Um, so, I really could see Georgetown being awesome. I could see them struggling. Um, do you think that there's going to be, at some point, pressure on Patrick Ewing? No. You think because he's a, he's an alum, he's a yeah. lifer?
1: Yep. I, I just, what, is this year four? Three. Then no, yeah. I, I think year five, year six, if he's not in the tournament, then sure. Their conversations are starting to be had, but it's going to take an awful lot for them. I mean, look how long it took them to get John Thompson third. Yeah. Like, because his dad is legacy there, it's just nah. Well, makes sense. Yeah, I just think that that one of those schools that the hope is always uh, how would I say this? The, the fans' hope is always better than the like the the product on the page or the product on the court, whatever. Yeah. So, and the fans will always stick with their their expectations.
0: So. What's your take on Mac McClung?
1: Um, gets a bad rap. Like
0: I didn't like him at first, right? When but the more I watched, when them, you can
1: throw down like he can, like. You gotta post videos. You gotta be this hype kid. Yeah, I'm like I mean, he got on, got on a good scholarship, got
0: him yeah. Georgetown, and he
1: played well last year. It wasn't he, like he. Yeah, yeah,
0: I was so bummed when they played at Xavier oh, and he I, was hurt.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I had this in my image of him being this terrible. Like, you know, just I did a, too. Just I was like, he can't shoot. Mm, he played pretty well, and I he just, shot well too. I just feel like it's one of those things that like. You're damned if you do, damage if you don't. Oh, another white kid that can dunk. I know another yeah. athletic kid that can dunk. He's never gonna do anything, but if he doesn't show that side of himself, who knows if he even gets looked yeah. at? So, and then uh, I don't fault him. The
0: Providence game, he took it to overtime, but basically, and mm-hmm. he hit the three, and I was like, "Oh, okay, okay, this kid's got some stuff." A big moment for him too. So. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I wasn't at first. Like, you can ask Ryan uh, when Ryan was, when Ryan will be here. That I was like, I don't know, man. I don't think he can shoot. I don't think he can do this. And like Ryan was like really high on him. Yeah, and overtime definitely contributed to that. Um, so I was wrong and I'm fine that I was wrong. Right. Um, so I cannot wait for this Georgetown team. I'm excited for them. I don't know if they'll be good. I think they could be. Um, it's one of those things like, it's like, that's what makes the big East great. Like, like yeah. okay, there's a lot of potential. It's like,
1: all right, this team could be good, but they also could be
0: plus shit. Like, Ewing's they... one of my favorite press conferences because yeah. he is like, I'll never forget when I was like, Hey, you know, you guys didn't turn the ball over much. And then he's like, that's not why we lost. And I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah. Excuse <laughs> me, sir. Sorry. Please don't kill me.
0: Yeah, and he's a giant human. Oh, yeah. Still. Monster. Even with his knees being gone. Here's another team that I really love in the Big East the Creighton Blue Jays. Yeah. Uh, Doug McDermott, man, his father.
1: They have a special place in hell for me. And they broke Kendall Marshall's wrist. Ethan Raggle broke his wrist 2012. Not to get down this rabbit hole, but I'm just kidding. I actually do like Creighton. I always like Doug McDermott. I hate um, that they broke Kendall Marshall's wrist. but Yeah.
0: And Greg's cool. Yeah. I like being around Greg. Right. Like, I didn't get a really good chance to have like, a one-on-one conversation with him. What but... job
1: did he almost take? Ohio
0: State? I think it was, this, yeah. Like, a
1: couple years ago with Holtman. Like, yeah. That was, he was a big. My, my cousin's a big Ohio State fan. He did not want – he did not want – I'm like, why? Wow, that's just enough that, I mean, he can get you in the tournament, but yeah. they made the right decision. So
0: Yeah. So when you talk about creating Tyshawn Alexander. Tyshawn Alexander. Oof. So good. Yeah. Jeez. So fun to watch. Yeah
1: awesome uniforms and stadium or stadium uh, arena like it's yeah she's it's,
0: just, it's, it's a tough place Ukraine. to play right shout um, out kyle korver yeah right? kyle yeah. Corver. and doug mcdermott was the next guy okay um, they have a type yeah <laughs> 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 but uh tyshawn alexander like you said about 16 points a game last year's first year as a starter um another guy who's going to be kind of a dark horse for biggies player of the year mm-hmm. has a lot that he can really show the thing that's most impressive about him he is so good at taking care of the ball. Oh, yeah. He does not turn the ball over. That's
1: why people don't value enough. Yeah, like, agreed. we would rather have a guy that goes, you know, 16 and 8 with 6 turnovers rather than a guy that, you know, I mean, just throw random stats out there. But, like, say it's 12, 8, and 2 turnovers, it's a lot better. It keeps your keeps your offense, and you know how to run it and everything, so. And then they have
0: Mitchell Ballack, who is just a oh, walking yeah. bucket. Oh, yeah.
1: And then he can score on anybody at any time. The, I mean, the,
0: was it the, the Paul Westry at 11 threes? Oh, yeah. He got hot. And I was like, <laughs> Yikes. He had shot 41% from three last year. Just untouchable at times. You hope it's not a fluke. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Like, it's like, oh, God, is this too good to be true? What's so kid-
0: scary is Antoine Jones can't play this year coming in from Memphis. Because if he could, Creighton would be in the tournament. Yeah. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, they'd be pretty tough. They'd be sick. Alexander, Ballack Weems, Balik. Yeah. yeah. And then really, I mean, Jalen Windham's coming in. He's from Indianapolis. He's yep. he's decent. Um, I don't expect to see Shereen Mitchell much this year coming in from Wichita, Kansas. No. Um, but overall, I think this is kind of, it also kind of falls in that Georgetown. Like you could tell me today that Creighton has a case for being a second weekend tournament team because yep. of how they can score. And I'd probably be like, yeah, that's fair. You could also tell me like, they'll be in the third round of the NIT. And I'd be like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, it's all about, you gotta get out at the right time and you gotta have all your guys clicking at the right time. Cause if, you know, Tyshawn Alexander's scoring 30 and nobody else can't score 10 then right. it doesn't matter. Like really. So.
0: Yeah, I love Tyshawn Alexander. He's a beast. I'm so excited to get another year or two of them. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So I on... mean, they're t-
1: 2015 last year, nine and nine in the Big East. That just seems like a yeah. I think a, they were in the NIT. Uh, they were. That's what I'm saying. But like, just that screams yeah. like, oh, that's a that's a year for Creighton. Like,
0: yeah. Dudes. Truly, last year was such a down year for the Big East. Yep. Which the fact that St. John's got in the freaking tournament, don't get me started. Um, blows my mind because really Nova and Marquette really were the only teams that should have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I really like, – all these guys that are coming back, really, the you know, we've talked about a couple of the losses already, the Hauser brothers. Obviously, we'll get to St. John's later, Shamori Ponce being gone. Not really a lot of teams lost a lot other than that. No. Joey Brunk left Butler, who we're about to talk about next, but no one cares about that. Yeah, no. He's going to Indiana. Like, okay.
1: Yeah. All right, buddy. You do it. Hey, bud. Yeah.
0: Right. And I like, also mention all the guys that are coming in for transfer purposes, things like that. Um, so – my favorite coach in the Big East is up next. We talking about Ed Cooley? Oh, yeah. Dude, I love
1: Ed. When he lost – when he ripped his pants and coached <laughs> the tower on him. That's the, that's the biggest alpha, like, doesn't give a shit what anybody thinks of him. In the middle – in the moment, a tower wrapped around him just coaching his ass off.
0: Love him. Love him. Yeah. So, I've been to – Chris Dunn.
1: What a guy in college. Yeah. Sorry for your
0: bulls not the trigger a... uh <laughs> do, do, do you remember, like, how much I loved him coming into yeah. the league? He it almost was like...
1: single-handedly beat the 2016 Carolina team. Yeah. Very – there God, we got that one out of the way. but And yeah. the eight seed, are you kidding me again? We've had them twice now when they've been eight seed. So. I remember
0: when they beat Notre Dame, one of the yeah. comments in years, they were really good. Yep. And I was like, God fuck, damn Providence. What was
1: the, uh, they had – what was the big guy's name? It wasn't with Dunn. It was Er – no, damn it. Now I'm, now I'm not going to get it. It was They had this big guy. I think it was with Chris Dunn. He blocked everything, and he – offensive rebound. He was – well, if yeah. anybody knows it, please tweet at me. But that's the guy I'm thinking of.
0: Yeah. So – they lose Isaiah Jackson, who was a big part of their scoring last year, yeah. about 9.6 a game, which I know for our NBA fans that are listening, are like, oh, 9.6. Like, in college ball, that's yeah. that's a big part of your <laughs> offense. You struggle to
1: score 50 sometimes. Yeah. Like, so that's a that's, so, uh, big part.
0: But Alpha Diallo comes back. Stud. As a guard. Yeah. Average eight rebounds a game along with 16 points. Yeah. Like Big guard. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not fun when you're playing against him. No. Nope. When you're just watching him casually on a Saturday yeah. afternoon. Fun player to watch. Biggest tournament, great to watch. Right? Yeah, exactly. Go?
1: When he's playing Xavier, oh shit, how are we going to stop him? Right. right.
0: Nate Watson comes back, another guy, 11, 11, 11 and 5 a game. Almost
1: went to Carolina. I've always liked him. I've always felt like when Carolina's recruiting was down, and I'm not saying going after a Providence kid is down, but for a Carolina standard of the center, yeah. that is. When he went and decided to go to Providence, um, I was I, one of those you just always remember. So I was like, every time I see a Providence game on, I'm like, oh, let's see what he's doing, how he would fit. So he does. I'm glad he didn't come to Carolina, and that's not a knock on him. Providence is a perfect place for him. He can get his and contribute in ways that he can.
0: That's my Xavier Simpson. Yeah. When he went to Michigan. Yeah.
1: It's like okay, you...
0: like apparently he really wanted to go to Xavier. Yeah. From what I was told from some people. Huh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that'd been cool. That'd been nice. And yeah. you know, Xavier at Xavier, that would have been an easy T-shirt. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Other than that, they got Greg Gantz. I, I actually know that Greg Gantz, uh, He's a small forward from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really good. He's gonna be able to. He's gonna be like. Kind of like Diallo, like just a big, big guard that can score at any, like different levels, three pointer, take you off the dribble, post you up if you are a smaller defender on him. Really good rebounder. He's athletic as hell, so he can be get out and run. Like Ed Cooley's going to have his team, and those kids always buy in for him. Yes, like it's pretty easy to buy in for a coach. Like like Ed Cooley, like you know, a guy that's going to give you his all all the time. So he's to so, return the favor.
0: Cooley is so Massachusetts. Oh yeah, dude. Like when our presser, I remember last year they beat Xavier. It was the first time they had won at Centos in a long time. And he goes in there, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm just ready to get on the plane because I can't believe we actually won here. He's like, I need some clam chowder waiting for me at home. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you're just, you're yeah. just, yeah. Um, but Alpha Diallo, this will be my third year I get to watch him play now. Right. I'm so excited he's there. Um, And then uh, let's talk a little about Luane Pipkins, uh, grad transfer from UMass, point guard. Yep. 16 a game at UMass. Really, you know, this isn't exactly the John Calipari UMass he's played for. So now he's going to have a chance to play with yeah. really good players. Not only that, he's going to fit in really well with the way Ed Cooley uses his guards. Him and Diallo together, you know, all those guys we just mentioned. I, I really, ex- I'm re- I really like his fit for this team. There's game. a
1: reoccurring theme with all the players we just named. They all can score, which yeah. doesn't happen ha- hasn't happened at Providence in a long time. Like right. a Providence team, we're like, this is going to be an ugly game they're gonna out Every, defend yeah, you they're gonna box count. out we might have 22 points at half it's like 90s nba basketball right and now <laughs> now they're stretching the floor being able to take people off the dribble individually or spot up shoot threes like they're gonna be really good and it'll be a, it'll be a change of or a different change of scenery for um providence yeah they'll still have their defensive like you know their um focuses like they'll be very good defensive team but they'll be able to score and that'll, that'll lead to more wins and i think we will in the tournament this year so i do too yeah i think they're a good team
0: yeah I mean, they got to the biggest Championship a couple of years ago. Yep. Yeah. that uh, against
1: Nova? Mm-hmm. Probably. I mean, when was. this I think that was, think that was the Ed
0: Cooley-Rip-Pants game. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, guy. <laughs> big fan.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Big Cooley guy. All right, so let's talk about Butler.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Shout out to <laughs> Indianapolis.
0: You know what's so funny is I really love LaValle Jordan. Um, ah, you don't?
1: Nah. I like Holtman. I like Brad. I didn't. Yeah. LaValle is... I feel like he's a good dude, but just just not working there.
0: Yeah, I get that. It sucks
1: because like the guy, the two guys in front of you, are like yeah, well, he they want a lot here, like you know what I mean? Yeah, sounds like shit. But. Last
0: year they had their first losing season in conference yeah. play since and that, the first and I, they first year they to not, the Big like, East. When
1: I say I'm out on them, like a, I know what you mean. There, there's no reason he should be fired. Like I just don't think he'll pan out to be anything good. So
0: yeah, so Paul Jorgensen leaves, Joey Branca's Indiana, and Nate Fowler leaves. The only reason that matters was uh,
1: Keelan Martin two years ago. I loved him. Me too. He's a Kentucky boy, but sorry to change the subject, but yeah, yeah. I love uh, what is that Baldwin, the left-handed guard? Yeah, he is disgusting, yes, he is. <laughs> disgusting. Because Carolina played Butler in the Sweet Sixteen in 2017, mm-hmm. and he, I mean, he took Joel Berry to school, and I was like, oh shit, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, it's not gonna be good. Dude, but that's he's... the game that that game started the Luke May run. Mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. Luke May had like 25 that game. Yeah, and I'm like, and then the next game against Kentucky. Listen, Kentucky fans, you didn't think you'd bring it up, but I brought it up somehow. <laughs> the Luke May shot. No, I'm just kidding, but Camir Baldwin, absolutely stuff. Left-handed guard. He just he always has like a crazy layup or two. Like yeah. it's like a reverse. Like how the hell did he pull that off? And it's like, yep, he gets it off and they score.
0: They're so. another team that Xavier on the ropes with like three minutes to go. They they're up 11 on Xavier, and Tyreek Jones fat out of the game, but Xavier came back and won somehow. And it was that's on- a great.
1: Um, arena too yeah like, that place is always hinkle's rocking. awesome
0: yeah i'm hoping this year because they haven't released a biggie schedule yet i'm hoping this year i can finally go travel it's like to a saturday it. game or something saturday morning. i hope so yeah. Cool.
1: yeah yeah it's yeah even if it's dri- like a
0: even if it's like a wednesday night easy drive just don't be in the winter yeah so i'm not in, yeah
1: you're stuck in indianapolis i'll or?
0: never forget driving back from louisville from the yeah. n-i-t and just being stuck in a snowstorm just yeah. how scared i was oh, oh it's horrible yeah if
1: that's like rain i'm fine with like yeah any driving in period but snowstorm you're like it just hit or miss. You hit a patch of ice, like yeah, no more forty. I literally like <laughs> no more at large
0: pit. Just bought my house like the week before, and <laughs> everything's look, turning up. Tim, what could go wrong? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, like I said, Baldwin, uh, Sean McDermott, who's also a, sni- a sniper. Oh yeah, about forty-one percent from three, shoots really well from the from the field. Um, so, and then they get Derek Smith, who's a grad from Valpo, at okay. twelve and six a game for them. Year. That's 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 going to be probably be their center to fill in for Bronk. Okay. Um, they get Khalid Battle, four stars from Trenton, New Jersey. What about Jordan Tucker? Is he still there? I think he is still there. Yeah, the former the Duke boy that got ran out. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Him and,
1: him and Baldwin could be a nice little combo.
0: I remember, like, I didn't know much about him, but at the game last year, he came up a couple times in conversation Yeah. from uh, Andy Mack was talking about him. He's yeah. like, yeah, he went to Duke. And I was like, how'd they let him go? Yeah. And then I, well, you know. You know. <laughs> you let him go. <laughs> right. Showed him the door. Yeah. Right. So, overall, I think this is another team that's really going to be a lot better. Now, again, kind of on that Fritz that we talked about. I think Providence is in. You know, Xavier's in. Marquette's in. Nova's in. Shocker. Seton Hall's in. So, right now, we're talking about five teams. And I don't really know if the if the panel will let more teams in. But Butler's kind of that, like, sixth team to me. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we're going to get to that here in a second. Yeah. Because we have a couple more teams to talk about. Um so but I like their depth, I like their skills. And like you said, Kamar Baldwin's awesome. He can win games by himself at times. So that's the team to keep your eye on. Can they turn it around? Can they be better? Can they be competitive? Because if they could in the Big East gets six teams in cuz right now we have like I think we both agree we have 5 right now. Yep. I agree. Um you know, they could be pretty awesome. Yeah. So these last two schools yeah, It's always
1: like <laughs> I I agree for Right, I know we're heading, wow. Uh, but it's always cool when, like, Butler is good because you they feel are. like at one of those teams you just feel like, you, it's different now with Xavier because, like. Xavier fans hate right, them. Right, because they're in the same conference hate as, like, them. but the new rival that could become. But, like, for me, it's like, oh, like, you know, good for Butler. Like, it's, I've been to a game there. It's, it's, you know I mean? It's good for I them. So, it's it's awesome. I went to a Butler, oh, God, it was when they were in the Horizon League. Yeah. So, I mean, there was, I mean, Brad Stevens was there with Matt Howard and all them. Um, But,
0: yeah. It was, yeah, it was right before they went to the A-10. Yep. So, I was at
1: the Final Four when 2010. It's gonna be a uh,
0: flashback game we talk about.
1: Yep. Yeah. So I mean that was Gordon Hayward, Matt Howard, uh, Ronald Norad. What was the other coach? He, Ronald Norad coached at Northern, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And then uh, what was the other guard's name? He play, uh, Shelvin Mack. He's from Lexington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So yeah, that's a good team.
0: Yeah, they are. So the next two flashback games, we'll go ahead and say what they are. We're gonna do Xavier, Kansas State. Yep. And then we're gonna do the Butler Duke championship game which you this were is a at horrible game it's a terrible game I don't laugh. know why people wanted this one yeah. I literally gave them the opportunity of the Kemba final four game against Kentucky because that awesome. game was incredible yeah. yeah, like Brandon Knight was so good that game Kemba Walker was so good that game I don't know alright yeah. but we'll do this because that's what you people voted for
1: yeah Brian Zubak and Kyle Singler and John Shire that's what we're watching are you <laughs> kidding me I gave Kemba you... Walker John Shire <laughs> Kyle Singler Brian Zubak Kemba Walker and we're going with during, yeah. during
0: the Kemba run, yeah, like the run that was like the run that
1: is the most famous, one of the most famous. Like I'm not going to say V, but yeah, we can watch the Final Four run or one of the shittiest national championship games. Yeah, yeah,
0: where the only reason people know about it is because Hayward almost hit the buzzer beater. Yeah, they scored
1: like 12 points. <laughs> Actually, the worst game ever is UConn Butler 2011. Yes, holy yes. hell! I was like, this sucks.
0: That's the end of the Kemba run. Yeah, that's, where like Jeremy you know, Lamb basically, he's out of gas. Like, Kemba like, oh god Jeremy Lamb's like I got you fam somebody else (laughs) (laughs)
1: scored damn
0: it god yeah Uh. Yeah. do you remember also that year kind of as a sidebar so they lost they beat Kentucky in the final four DeAndre Liggins like almost hit the shot for them to like tie it up Mm -hmm. um because they couldn't hit a three the whole game shocking um they played Kentucky Maui that year and kicked their ass in the Maui championship UConn did yeah they beat Kentucky twice that year yeah Ooh. yeah did not remember that yeah, if you ever like go back and like on college basketball reference on sports yeah. reference and look at that game box score you're yeah. like, "Huh."
1: Yeah. The d- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we in a safe space? Um speaking of going back and watching college basketball games, I've been obsessed with watching Jerry McNamara at Syracuse. Don't know why, <laughs> just been on YouTube gr- I think he's talking, you know. Yeah, just Jerry McNamara. I'm like, this guy talking like He was putting... okay, but I loved him
0: apparently. Talk to Eskimo Egger about Jerry McNamara, yeah. McNamara next time you see him. Okay. Yeah, because he it, beat UC in that Big East oh championship on the, the buzzer beater. He's just going to open a wound that yeah. that's not, not ready to talk about? All <laughs> yeah. right. Moe, actually, I remember talking to Moe about it one time, because um, they beat Cuse, so I think, the next year in the Big East tournament, and I was like, does that make up for McNamara? He's like, no, nothing yeah. makes up for McNamara. He's like, that was the one year I went to the Big East tournament Yeah, in, at the Garden, in Jerry McNamara. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, man. All right,
1: let's get to the last place teams in the Big East, Tim. I know everybody wants to hear about these. Come on.
0: So let's start with St. John's, who somehow got in the NCAA tournament with an 8-10 and conference record, lost to Xavier twice, but they got in. I know they won 20 games, and then they had Chimori Ponds. But, like... Who was their coach? Chris Mullen. <laughs> Is he there now? No. Oh, wow. What? Did he just retire? Yeah, he was just, he just, just like, fuck way. it, I quit. Like I think that? he's an analyst now. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Hmm,
1: coach basketball, coach shitty players in a shitty team, or talk about basketball.
0: Dude, he had Mitch Richmond on his staff, too. Yeah. Like.
1: Uh, that. Is St. John's ever gonna be back? No. Right. I think they're I Steve think... Lavin. Steve Lavin, dude. Steve in Lavin. the garden beat Duke, and they were back. Yeah, that was it.
0: I was so yeah. Everyone was pumped.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Great mascot. Red Storm. So cool. Just like in the '90s, one of the yeah. best logos in college basketball. Right. I'm with you. Yeah. Not now. Mm. So there's th- good ballplayers in New York, people. Dude, <laughs> there are. They
0: can't get them. I <laughs> know.
1: And who do they hire? Mike Anderson. Mike Anderson. Arkansas. Like, who has
0: been to the NCAA tournament nine times. Yeah. And has never been to pass the second round.
1: <laughs> <The> McCurnan? Or, <laughs> hey. Uh... McCurnan's been
0: back once. Okay. Well, sorry, Once. UC fans. Yeah, I you know. Yeah. But, St. John's. You got a, you got a better coach already anyway, you That's, see. So. I think we
1: talked about that, like, is that, it was one Shining Podcast. They did, like, their, uh, what was it, their giant, sleeping giants of basketball, like, schools that should be better. Like, they are, like. DePaul? Mm, yeah, number one. Like, hello. I know we're
0: going to talk about DePaul, too. Like, what are but, we doing? Like,
1: like in New York, like, plenty of kids up there. but
0: dude, Yeah, just go to Rucker, yeah. watch some high school kids, and be like. I love when
1: they play in the Garden. I love that. So cool. Shitty team playing in the, so... the best arenas. I You're mean, like... it's
0: just like the Knicks.
1: Yeah. Oh, nice. See, this is, <laughs> this is good. This is a good time. Um, so, yeah, Mike Anderson here to right the ship. Um, they got their ass beat by Arizona State in that playing game, which that's I think that was one of the games. I didn't watch a single second of that game. It was the night of our live pod. Yeah. I'm driving home, and I'm like, don't care. Do not care nope. about that at all. I'm like, I don't care who wins because nope. either one, they're not gonna win the next game.
0: We flat out said it during our live pod. Like yeah. I was talking about St. John's, and Brad Redford goes, "They're terrible. Why are we even talking about them?" Yeah. I'm like, "You're right. Truth, my man. Truth. <laughs> Truth. So they lose literally about 40 points a game." <laughs>
1: in scoring all right and they who they bring in the offensive <laughs> guru no mike anderson so yeah. so
0: shimori ponds who is obviously like all bucket everything for them 20 points a game marvin clark who was 10 and a half a game was also a really good defender um also really really good off screens oh yeah and justin simon who if i think if i remember correctly is going to be playing for the windy city bulls uh i think he's on their summer league team yeah he's on the bull summer league team they're all gone um lj figueroa the beta transferring for a while decided to come back so they do have 14 points coming back
1: <laughs> yeah a guy that maybe wants to be there
0: and then uh mustafa heron comes back also another 14 point scorer so that's the good thing is they're gonna have Mustafa Heron those... from
1: auburn right yeah i bet he's feeling great about it this yeah. season as they make the final four
0: yeah and then um in steers transferred from sweet six from uh nc state played one game for nc state and was like i'm cool
1: yeah because they're it's You over there. I hate that school.
0: Yeah, and he's gonna be able Captain to get is a winner. I'm sorry, I said it every time. <laughs> he's gonna have to sit out his fall term. Okay. But he'll be able to play for basically. He's doing the Twenty Beckham.
1: Yeah. Basically. Oh, well, he'll be able to play in meaningless
0: games. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. Right. You'll and be able instead. to play in conference when yeah. you guys are getting beat every week. All right. And then uh they bring in Jonathan McGriff from Huntington Prep. I don't like this team. I don't think they're going to be good. I just think that, like, last year... Athletic guys that can't score. Right. I've last year, they got year. really hot for a bit. They were in the top 25. I... They were winning yeah. games. I hated Shimori Pons last year.
1: I, I'll say it. I did. I don't think he was that good. Yeah. I thought his the way he played, the people he was playing against, and he was scoring, I was, that he, that's not going to do that against a good team. Yeah. Because he's just sloppy with the ball. I got in the lane and just threw shit up there, and it went in. So.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think. They lost to Xavier twice. I think they lost to Nova twice. No. No, they did no. Nova
1: once You're right. Trust me, I know because my dumbass bet on Nova in the Garden. I'm like, there, do, and, and that was Nova was terrible last year. Like that's when Nova was going through their worst stretch, in Saint yeah. I. and St. John's won. I was like, this is it, this is how I go out. Plus, like see, by betting on Big
0: East basketball, St. <laughs> John's actual home arena, not the Garden, when they play terrible. Like, it looks like a high school gym. Was it the
1: Xavier game that the Mullen was going nuts? Yes, like dropping some.
0: Because that's when they were like on the verge he like of at not one point making... just sits on the scores table and yeah. delays the game, and it's like. That's a, that. We're that's kicking, when they were they're kicking your ass. They, they were, were in trouble like, of
1: not making the tournament, right? They yeah. Were like, oh shit, things are going bad. So and I remember. Yeah, how did they make it in? Unreal,
0: dude. Like, I can understand it's first four, but like, no, in their own conference alone, Texas didn't make it in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, their own conference, Xavier. Yeah. You know, I don't think Xavier definitely deserved to be. And I think Xavier ran out of time because yeah. they got on that run. They won a couple more games. I think they're in. You know, Creighton. Who they
1: lose to in the, the Big East tournament?
0: Uh, Nova. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was like a, it was the uh, Najee Marshall charge on yeah. Colin Gillespie, which yeah. was not a charge. I will say God, that forever. Sorry to
1: bring up PTSD. The oh no, you're good, Screaming. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I'm not screaming. Yeah, I'm coming out Ryan. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> like, buddy. Um, but yeah, so I don't say no. John's very bad. Very bad. That's pretty wild. Yeah. I right know we're crazy. And then there is DePaul, who I think I literally put in my in my notes. This team blows. Yeah. Xavier Pandolitas. Hell yeah, dude. The goggles, baby. The goggles. That one I...
1: three they hit when they're down twenty <laughs> cut the seventeen. Man, is that awesome?
0: He's um he's actually really like I yeah, totally right. forgot he was on the team. Yeah. So when we went to the cover of the game last year and he was out in the warm up line, I was like, Oh yeah, you got excited. <laughs> You're
1: like this like it's uh Red Panda, like the halftime actor like, Yes, <laughs> I forgot about this guy. Like, yeah. Every time it's... he shows up, you're like, Good for now I get to watch this. What a treat this is.
0: Yeah, so they do lose Max Struss, who yep. was like they're all everything. Yep. he's gonna be pulling for the Celtics this year actually. Huh. Um, and then Femi Oshabli with twelve points and Eli Kane with thirteen. So not a good start for this team. <laughs> this team blows. You did write that on there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> not good, Bob. Not good. Seven and eleven. Yikes.
0: So and then like literally, like you said, when I was talking about returning players, I talked about Paul Reed, I talked yep. about Devin Gage, and I enlisted Pantel Yep. Who I literally put the most exciting walk on bench hype man in the country. Right. And not lying. Charlie Charlie Moore is the kid from Kansas
1: that transferred. He's he won't be bad. Um he was at Cal and Kansas. And then um Darius Hall he came from Arkansas and Carter Gordon came from St. Louis. And then they get Romeo Weems. Romeo Weems is so good! Uh, FBI, if you want to know a player that's getting paid, <laughs> yeah. r- Romeo Weems. My man, big bags, he drops <laughs> to go to DePaul.
0: Dude, he is so
1: good! And they were like, Romeo Weems announces to DePaul. But it's like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right! Yeah. You're the number one player in Michigan. You yeah. couldn't go to Michigan State or Michigan. Yeah, your final three are who? Wow. Oh, we're in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: DePaul, not very good. Especially because Dave, uh, what's their freaking coach's name? I always forget his name. Uh, um, he's suspended for like the first four games.
1: Is he? I think so. Well, please hold. It's a bad radio. <laughs> um, DePaul coach.
0: Yeah, Dave. Dave Litoilo? uh
1: Yeah, they are suspended. It is Dave Otolio, yep. yep. He is suspended. Um, what did he get suspended for?
0: Shopping bags. Probably. Yeah.
1: That sounds better. So, <laughs> And now the moment you're all waiting for, my favorite mascot of the Big East is... The Providence Friar. Holy shit! Is that scary? <laughs> I think it terrifies me. It's like the North. It, it runs up the kids in the tournament. and These little girls are like ah, crying and stuff. Like that's just, that's good. That's good fun right there. So,
0: so. basically, we think that the Paul will be the last team in the country. Yes. I mean, in the conference. In the conference yes. yes. Not the country so. because
1: there are bad badminton majors. Well, what we'll do now <laughs> is the is the what we'll do team or er, Big East champs regular season. We can't do conference because yeah, brackets are crazy. Yeah, and plus um, we don't even
0: know the schedule how it's going to play out. Yeah, yet. Yeah,
1: Big East champs. Coach of the year, Player of the year, Rookie of the year. Okay, fair. Yeah. All right. Cool. So you go first. Yeah,
0: Nova right. is the. I think. I'm with you, Nova on the team. I was really close on Seton Hall. Yeah. Um, I I really do like Seton yeah. Hall. Yeah. Coach of the year, Travis Steele. Uh, that's two in long was too. It makes the most sense. Got his team.
1: I think he's going to prove a lot. I think they're going to prove that he's a really good coach. They'll play up style basketball. You said they've been running like
0: crazy. He is. So fired up for this team. Yeah. He's about to have a baby. Yeah. So he's even more fired up. Right. Right when the season starts, having a baby. Yeah. He is. The grass could The only thing he's bummed about right now is he's a Colts fan. He doesn't have his quarterback. Yeek. Other than that, he is living his best life, man. He is so happy about everything. Good deal. When we talked about the team, you know, even when he's yelling at them in pra- practice, he's still like. I love you guys. Yeah. He's still having a good time. <laughs> off. Right. And, you know, so, and Spain showed me a lot of what this team can be. Yep. They had stretches where they were losing, and they had to, like, come back. They had stretches where they were dominant. They had stretches where they couldn't miss. Like, they saw a little bit of everything in those three Spain games, and he handled it all so well. They had a cut kind of, where they almost got in a fight with some, with yeah. some Spanish, Spanish professional players. So, yes, I think Travis Steele's Coach of the Year. Um, Big East Player of the Year. Did I already say that one? Mm-mm. Okay. I always want – you know, a lot of people are saying, I'm going to go with Marcus Howard. I know a lot Ooh. of people think it's Miles Powell. I so badly want to say that say Najee Marshall because I do think he's gonna be really good this year. Um, but I think Miles, I think Marcus Howard kinda has a lot of love still. Yeah. He came back. A lot of people are comparing this season for him to Carson Edwards last year, which I don't think is a long shot. No, I think that's right. Um, so I'm gonna stick with him. Biggie's freshman of the year. I really badly want to say Kiki Tandy, but I know he's not going to probably Brian play Antoine. enough. Yeah, I think it's Brian Antoine. Like I said yeah. earlier, I think Brian Antoine's the best pro prospect in the conference. And I think he is going to be kind of just like the, the total package for Villanova. He's going to jump out a lot. I don't know how much he's going to be like – I assume he's going to be a huge part of the rotation. Oh, he's starting to. Yeah. Like, like... He he's, he's the go-to guy. So. so, yeah. So, Nova, Steele, Marcus Howard, Brian Antoine.
1: Okay, mine is the uh, what's it called well wow. conference champs Villanova. I just think perfect mix of veteran players and the best talent in the con- uh, in the class um, mm-hmm. coming in. Coach of the year, I was gonna say Travis Steele just because all the things you mentioned, it's his second year, finally getting his guys, the foundations led, they look good in Spain, all everything you said. Um, but I'll go with t- 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 Kevin Willard. I think Seton Hall is going to be really good, mm-hmm. um, so I think you know if he gets them in the top two or three, he might win Coach of the Year because we them, can have the same yeah. answers, you right? Know, it's fine. Yeah, I just I'm going to be different and kind of explain. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Player of the Year, Miles Powell. That was my pick. Him or Tyshon Alexander, but Miles Powell, like he's a dog. He's probably going to average like 23, 24, mm-hmm. maybe. Let's just say that. Um, and then Rookie of the Year, I'm going to say Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Okay. To, right. I yeah. Think, I think one of those two are going to be. Really good, have a really good year, and put Villanova, like, right up in the national title contender again.
0: Yeah, I think Romeo Weems is going to have a lot of empty stats. Yeah. I think he's going to— He had
1: 30, and they lost by— 15. 30. <laughs> but, yeah, right. So.
0: Yeah. I, uh, so. All right. My bold prediction for the Big East. I have—we've we've listed five teams that we think are in. We listed Nova, Xavier, Seton Hall, Marquette, and— Providence. Providence. Yep. I think two more teams get in. Ooh, seven. I think Georgetown gets in. Yeah.
1: Do I think, one of those teams win the tournament to, like, steal a bid? Yeah. That'd be crazy.
0: I think Creighton gets in. Woo. I mean, no, we already said Creighton. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think uh, –
1: Nova. Butler. Nova, Creighton, Providence. Xavier. Xavier. God, we're bad at this. Are we bad at this.
0: <laughs> we just named this. literally Marquette. Marquette. Georgetown. Georgetown. Butler. Yeah. I think Butler's going to be a lot better this year. Okay.
1: Yeah. My bold prediction – there will be at least, at least one, one at least two, one to two teams. All right, so at least two playing in the Sweet 16, one playing in the Elite Eight. That's my prediction. One, one team from the Big East. At least two of them will be in the Sweet Sixteen. Probably Nova and Xavier, and then Nova in the Elite Eight. Yeah, I'm really high on
0: Nova. I am too. Always, I really am. So hopefully Xavier plays in Cleveland in the first round. I, that would just be wonderful. Yeah, that'd be nice. Like, it'd be an easy drive for me. Yeah. You know, Shoot I'm it. going to New York, so. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. I'm excited. Biggie's tournament's going to be sick. Oh,
1: my God. Every team. All the guards in yeah. the garden. That yeah. Thursday, you going to be like, I'm the happiest man
0: on earth. Oh, no. Like, yeah, I'll be there,
1: you know. 12, 3, 5, and 7. Like, huh. yeah. Or, 12, like what, 12, 3, 7, and 9. That's, like, the game. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. i
0: got to figure out what my hotel's going to be still. Hopefully, it's close to the garden. Any of our listeners in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my friends that live in New York live in Queens. So it's like, well, that's out of the picture. Yeah, right. That's a seven-hour car ride. Yeah. Like, so. <laughs> all right. So I don't want to go as far as saying, like, who's going to be all Big East because that's going to be hard because there's so many guards. But I do think Tyreek Jones is going to be all Big East.
1: I think Xavier Rove, too.
0: Najee? Yeah. I think Scruggs could very well be second team. I know.
1: Like, yeah, they're baby's back. Yeah, they're good. Muskies are back, baby.
0: And this isn't me being a fan. This is no, me right. honestly looking at the conference as a whole and yeah. seeing like what I've seen and like, yeah, yeah, they're back. So, Agreed. Good deal. So I guess, you know, because our goal was to kind of do a lot of these before the season starts. Um, we're going to save ACC and SEC for the end of the year. Uh, we still got to do this flashbacks. Should we do another recruiting class soon?
1: Yeah. I mean, if people enjoyed it, let us know. Um, you let us know. Kind of we'll, we put a poll up there just being like. Yeah, we'll put a poll out there. it be like, what, "What do you want to hear more? Uh, game flashbacks, recruiting mashups, where we take a couple classes and talk about, you know, who was who was the top rated players, where they go, how their college careers shake out, who they miss on, all that, and then we'll either do previews. It kind of depends on what you guys want to hear. Let us know. We like, I, I mean, you we like polls. Enjoy doing them all. Really, honestly. So yeah, same. Flashbacks are fun because you get a different side of the games you you missed because you're so into it at the moment that you miss small things or. Big moments come back, and you remember how you reacted and whatnot. So, we enjoyed doing all of it. Just let us know what you guys want to hear.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And hey, if you are listening to this and you really like it, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, that five star review. Taylor, appreciate it as always, man. This is fun. Everyone, have a good night.